wearing the same shirt as I saw you last night. Yes. <laughs> I have a two-day uh, minimum. <laughs> Dude, you know, yeah. I'd Unless I'm, like, ex- you know, extenuating myself. Like, I didn't work with this on. I literally, I literally had something on differently when I was at work, and then I came home and changed. Fair. Yeah, fair, fair. Hmm. Uh, neat. There we go. <sighs> Uh, welcome to the podcast. We're maybe a little tired, but who knows? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I got I, to sleep in until like noon, so yeah. it's, it's my weekend. I fucking I went to bed at like noon. At, no, not noon. Oh Jesus! <laughs> midnight. No, I went to bed at like midnight and get up at like like a minute to six. I wanted to sleep more. <laughs> I gotta start my day because uh, Cam's been gone this uh, past couple days. He's in uh, uh, Calgary for a tournament. The Magic Tournament. The Magic Tournament. Yeah. I uh, for uh, yeah my uh, my sister's boyfriend's in there and uh, she was wishing him a uh, do well in it. Yeah, so I've been taking care of the boy <laughs> down there. Oh no, it's coming. It's coming. Ah. <laughs> Comes in threes or more. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've been taking care of Jasper. I got him some food. His food is pricey. $35. Oof. So yeah, he's spotting me 60 for like food and also just maintenance and Maint- upkeep of dog. <laughs> just still got spare cash in the event of anything. <laughs> yeah, I did just get my, uh, my tax return. Sweet. Get that carbon tax re- uh, uh, rebate. Yeah. As an extra three hundred dollars, that was a pleasant surprise. But gotta start curling my toes. It's April first. Yeah. I do want to see what the gas is gonna hike up to. Oh man, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. I'm gonna fill up today. <laughs> I, I recently was putting in mid grade in my car. I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna go back to steel. Back to the bronze. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're getting fucked over, aren't we? We're getting fucked over pretty bad. We're we're the, our profits is getting fucked over the worst. Yeah. Apparent, apparently, we produce more uh, uh, CO2 uh, emissions than any other province. Apparently, everyone's just gotta get on our level. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to do my research into that because I've been seeing a lot of posts of people saying that basically, yeah, because of our boreal, uh, boreal freaking upland, yeah. we basic our, all the trees in our country basically suck up all the CO two. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people are going out, get, going with that angle, saying like this carbon tax is bullshit. Yeah. Just gotta squeeze us for the look, whatever we got. <laughs> Well, this ain't this podcast ain't about politics. This podcast is about fun things. Yeah, it's, as is the name, super fun. <laughs> so what's up? What's up, man? How's your week? Not much. Still del- delving down into board games. I've been loving it, but I have finally been blo- actually using the PS4. I recently got. Uh huh. Started uh, playing Two Point Eight that you blent me. Baller. I was unaware. I just assumed that 2.8 was just like, here's everything. It's like, oh, no, it doesn't have one or two in it. That doesn't no, matter. Oh, that's 1.5 and 2.5. Yeah. That's what you need. I, ha- I, I, I don't also need have to play 1. through 1. them. 
But, well, I should probably eventually, because I, they, those have games I haven't played, because I haven't played... I've only played one and two. Okay. I haven't played any you of the side any, bullshit. any of the side stuff. <laughs> so there's, like, I think 1.5 comes with the Chain of Memories. Yeah. And then there's yeah. that other Game Boy there's, game. Uh, or was it DS game? Was it 352... Or wait. Oh, fuck, what? 352 and a half days? Yeah, over two days. Over two days, yeah. It's two, it's two characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something like that. Yeah. Fucking whatever. <laughs> fucking weird. I may borrow those two, but yeah, I only played a little bit so far. I do like... I'm playing Dream Drop Distance right now. That's where I started. It's pretty fun so far. I like the whole Dream Eater. Like, it's like Pokemon. It's like, look at this little puppy guy, puppy cat thing I have. <laughs> uh... Just bought Spider-Man 4 off a friend. Spider-Man. Or, not Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So, looking forward to finally getting a chance to play that again. I mentioned earlier, my brother lent it to me, but ever since then, he hasn't had a chance to lend me his PS4. Mm. <laughs> but now I have my own. And now I've got my copy. So that's going to be good. Nice. nice. <laughs> but oh, as far as board, ga- board games go, I went to Tuesday Challenge again. Again, for any local uh, listeners, give it a chance. It's really fun. Like, you could just drop in, and people will probably be looking for extra players for their games. They, there's signs specifically made for that. They'll like, post on their tables, like, hey, looking for looking for players, looking for group. Or if, if you're a group of friends, and you have a friend who has a board game, and they want to play, and, you know, they don't necessarily, want, they don't necessarily have the, the availability to host for, for whatever reason... You can go to BPs if you can use it as a place to host games. Sounds good. But anyways, uh, we played a game that I have played before and I really like, and I want to get my my hands on my own copy of it. But uh, Boss Monster. What's Boss Monster? Boss Monster is fun because if you take the traditional dungeon crawler experience, you're you're the dungeon crawler going through the dungeons. They switch it around. In this board, in this card uh, deck building game, okay, where you're the boss monster, you're trying to kill people adventuring through your dungeon. Hmm. Okay. So, so it it starts out where you're handed um you're handed random bosses and you, you're given two cards and you choose out of those two cards what your boss is going to be. All the bosses have different abilities, and they usually trigger. They usually don't come into play. Until you've fully completed your dungeon, which is four or it's five cards, five rooms, side to side. As soon as you do that, trigger that that ability will trigger the, the 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 for most cards it'll trigger immediately as soon as you play down the fifth room. So that comes down that comes down as a strategic play. You don't want to play it if you, if your ability's not going to do anything for that turn. So be careful about playing that fifth room, or you know. <laughs> In my experience, I got one that just had like a permanent, permanent effect as soon as you uh, leveled up. Anyways, all the rooms that you play down, you can only play one per turn. It'll, they'll all have different effects. There's primarily only two types. There's monster. No, no, I think there's three. There's trap rooms, monster rooms, and I think arcane rooms. I think. But anyways, they all have varying effects. Some synergize with one another, like monster rooms synergize well with each other. 
And after basically the turn goes out, everyone has a hand. They play one of they they play the the room that they want to play face down. Once everyone does, they reveal the, uh, the rooms they do in order of experience. All the boss monsters have experience, so the highest experience goes first. Oh, I missed a step before everyone plays the rooms down because they might change it what they will play down. They'll reveal four or no. The same amount of people playing the game, they'll reveal um, warriors coming into t- uh, coming into town. At, as soon as the end uh, the end phase, these warriors are going to go into the dungeon that shares the most symbols with their class. And that was the other thing. All these rooms have little symbols on the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, like they'll be like the the holy cross for priest. Like treasure bag for rogues, stuff like that. So it's that's another layer of strategy because ultimately the goal is you're trying to collect ten souls. So you're trying to kill these these uh, adventurers. So and is you there... only have five wounds. You could die if they go if they successfully make it through your dungeon. Is there only like one person playing the boss and everyone else is a no? Everyone's adventure? a boss. Everyone's a boss. So everyone's playing their own dungeons. So when you want, when you're confident that you have a dungeon that will kill these heroes, you start want to play in rooms that have the most. Like, oh, I, I see a priest is there. He's only got like four health. I want to have like three or four crosses because I saw my one one uh, friend over there has like two. So I want to make sure that I I attract the clerics to my dungeon. So how do you win? By collecting ten souls. Okay. So for every warrior that you kill in your dungeon. They you collect a soul, and then for every war, uh, warrior that successfully makes it to the end of your dungeon, they inflict a wound on you. Okay, sounds cool. Yeah, it's a really fun game. I first got a chance to play it at Icon because my friend bought one there at the vendor hall, and we play, so we spent a night playing. It's really fun. I suggest looking at it and playing it if you get the chance. All right. And just last night, anime our anime club had a games night and. I missed out on the epic Uno. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that uh, that went a long, on a little long. <laughs> but in the meantime, I I started up another game of Epic Spell Wars, which is another one of my favorite games. Can't get enough of that one. <laughs> Don't know if I explained it here, but also I'm not yawning because I'm bored. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I don't know why, but it's like right around now is when I would have taken a nap. Yeah. I know I did that yesterday, and I slept till six, right <laughs> before I had to go to the club. Jeez, that's where the rest of my sleep went. So I'm fi- I'm fighting this right now, <laughs> fighting back the sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, in case I did explain, Epic Spell Wars is basically you're all wizards trying to be the last one standing, throwing spells at each other. Fun yeah. game, really fun game. And yeah, I got the, the probably one of the funnest parts is whenever you make a spell, you have to. You have to spell it out or say it out to everybody. Other than that, nothing really fun and amazing. Oh, my friend uh, Devin helped me fix my laptop. Yeah, I and mean, he helped me by figuring out what was wrong. It was just a new hard drive. And I've been sitting on that for about a month because, one, I was waiting for my tax return, and two, I was waiting for a good deal because he suggested I get a one terabyte. 
I was just gonna. I was looking at prices. Like I could just get a 500 gigs hard drive for like 40 bucks. It's like oh, I'd suggest you get a terabyte. It's like okay. And at the time, I was seeing them like priced at like 80 to 100 bucks. Like yeah, I'll, I'll wait until my tax return. And then when my tax return came in, it's like I look on Amazon. It's like oh sweet, there's a one terabyte for 60 bucks. All Click. Showed up a day early. Send it over to him. I mean, that, that's something that I could have probably done. I've taken out a hard drive out of a laptop before, but it is tedious. So it was nice to have him do it. I mean, why do, why, why do it yourself when you have people who can do it for you? <laughs> exactly. Johnny Cage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, just work. Work's finally getting busy again, so I don't have to leave early for every day. Because <laughs> out of sheer boredom. Alright, I guess I'll take the ball from there. Yeah. Alright. My week was also pretty, pretty simple. I got a lot of editing done. I got, a lot, I got like four episodes of Pokemon done. Oof. That's fucking I'm getting I'm getting another one done so that we're... So I, I have the whole arc done. Sweet. And then it's probably take like a week off and then start working on the third act of Pokemon. Wicked. Uh, besides that, uh, the other night I watched uh, with some friends the extended cut of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse that had like some uh, alternate scenes and uh, scenarios almost. That? I still haven't seen the movie. You need to watch the goddamn movie. Come on, man. <laughs> I was Come waiting, on, man. I was waiting for the release, and now I have a chance to go watch it, so. Uh, yeah, go buy Spider-Verse. Uh, <laughs> it was really neat because it's not like they actually, like, animated these whole, like, things. It's, like, storyboard stuff, and oh, they just, like, okay. talk over it. Yeah. And it's, it's really neat seeing it and how, like, some scenes that were just straight up cut from the original cut yeah. of the movie... And seeing them, like, put into it. Uh, and, like, some scenes that we would have never even seen before are, like, and how they would have fit in. And how, like, some characters had way more character and they were just more or less cut from the entire movie. Uh, there's, there's, uh, and also it showcases uh, how Lord and Miller... They're great at comedy, but they also know exactly when to pull it back yeah. and just let a scene have a more serious tone to it. Right. And like, like I laughed at the part that they cut from the movie, but I still, but I was also like, you, you made the right choice cutting that because that would that would have taken away from the yeah. It, it, it was funny, but it would have been cheap pop. It was, mm-hmm. it was just like it's like ah, oh, could it, it? And what we got in the theatrical release was like uh, a fucking incredible scene. So <laughs> made the right choice, not going with comedy there. Good job, guys. There's also bits that are like actually like 3D modeled and stuff. Like like this had to have been like last minute, just yeah, cut from the movie. So it's it's like you get storyboards that are. Uh, you get yeah, you get storyboard scenes, you get 3D modeled scenes, like various forms of the development and how far along stuff was to being in the movie and what was cut a little bit earlier. Mm. It's, it's really cool to watch. 
Yeah, no, that's on my list. Uh, and what should be on your list when it comes out, I saw a early screening of Shazam. Yes, that is on my list. I was just going through with my th- with my friends last night, actually, and talking, going through all the movies this year and <laughs> calculating how much money I'm going to lose at the theater this year. Man, you're making <laughs> a lot of money now. Uh, go see Shazam when that fucking thing comes out. It yeah. is so... It's legitimately the funniest superhero movie I've seen yet. <laughs> like, in official, like, in the official Ryan Power rankings of these superhero movies, it's Spider-Verse, Shazam, Oof. Iron Man, Guardians, then, like, Black Panther, and, uh, and like, a three-way time between Black Panther, Winter Soldier, and, like, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Still haven't seen Wonder Woman. That's also... Or Aquaman. Yeah. DC is starting to turn the corner, and... Shazam is them turning the corner, and they're fucking gunning it now. It's like, fuck all that dumb Zack Snyder bullshit. Fuck all that. That (laughs) that shit sucks. Let's get rid of it. We start anew. It all really starts with Wonder Woman. Awesome. And then Aquaman... it was a good movie that knew it was a comic book movie. And it was yeah. fun to watch. And Shazam was legitimately the fun... Gut-busting laughter. <laughs> like, Guardi- like Guardians. Almost a little bit higher than Guardians. Like, almost. Nice. It's, it's neck and neck with it. For me, for me, at least. Yeah. Yeah, no, my main worries was the last trailer they dropped for Shazam, it almost felt like they dropped a lot too like a lot of stuff and I almost feared it was gonna be one of those movies where they they gave a you little, everything in the trailer. A little they all they almost went a little too far with that last trailer, yeah. but they also do uh something near the end that completely caught me off guard. <laughs> so there there's a there's an entire thing near the end that is like, oh shit, you really thought about that that's fucking great <laughs> that is really smart uh yeah uh I'm trying to think what else did I fucking do what do I even do why am I so tired when I record these <laughs> uh oh yeah back I realized I wasn't here last week it was just you and your sister yeah um cat watched Captain Marvel that was awesome loved it didn't I I don't know like I didn't like Alright, this is kind of like a semi-spoiler. Um, Spoilers for Captain Marvel. This is for Nick uh, Nicholas Cage. Like, for Nick, those Nick who didn't... Cage? Hmm? Nick Cage? Yeah, Nick Cage. Wait. You mean Nick Fury? Nick Fury. God damn, I got him getting Nick's wrong. <laughs> Nick Fury. You fucking hear that Nick, Nick Cage got married in Vegas like four days ago and yeah, already and filed yeah, for annulment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... My man, he's doing the doing the whole Vegas experience. Yeah, uh, I read that article. It's just oh no. Um, for those who didn't just assume, like immediately when they saw the trailer, it was like, oh, Nick Fury with two eyes. I wonder if he's gonna lose his eye in this movie. Um, all right, spoiler. Spoilers. He does lose the eye in this movie. Scratch. And I. I guessed it as a joke. 
Everyone kind of did. It's like, uh, what if he lost to the cat? Yeah. Oh. oh Fuck. He, he really did? He really did. Wow. That... That, then then you go back to Winter Soldier, I believe, yeah. and that scene becomes way funnier now, <laughs> where he's like, the last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man, that is, that is way funnier in context. Okay, I forgot about that. <laughs> Okay. No, like, I'm not completely bummed out by it. It was funny. I see why they did it. It took away from... I mean, I mean you don't... You, yeah, at this point in time, you can't draw too many parallels with him in the main universe, Nick uh, uh, Nick Fury. Or even, like, old school Nick yeah. Fury when he was a white guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, main universe. Well, yeah. they kind of turned... Nick, I mean, they kind of like, turned what, what Samuel Nick Fury into main universe now. that they more or less, like, rebooted Nick... I think and it was like, like early him? Uh, during the Ultimate Universe. This this Nick Fury that we're that we're accustomed to, yeah. yeah, was the Ultimate Universe Nicholas Fury. Uh, Nicholas Fury, the the golden the golden boy, golden age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, for those who are interested in or want to know, he originally lost his eye from a, a German grenade shrapnel during the World War Two. When he was part of the Howling Commandos. Commandos. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was cool. No, yeah. Slightly kind of bummed, but at the same time, there's it was equal. It was like, kind of bummed, but it, that's kind of funny. Now even more funny in contrast. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that, that was, uh, yeah. I don't know. After I thought about Captain Marvel more and more, and as, and after watching Shazam, especially, it kind of like went down on the bar for yeah. me. For me, at least, it was like, ah, oh, man. I I guess I, I need to see it in a second viewing yeah. to really like see if it holds up well. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I don't know. I'll report back on that probably next next week or something. Yeah, I want to get into it too uh, a little bit more, but yeah, a lot of a lot of the points I want to discuss is just spoiler territory, and the movie's only been out for like a couple weeks. Uh, do we want to do like? Oh well, I don't really have the time today to do <laughs> no, a spoiler cast. Maybe another day, another time. We'll we'll do a spoiler cast or something for Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I know I fucking did something. I know <laughs> I did something. I mean, like me all the time. Uh, I've been taking care of Jasper, fixing my sleeping schedule after I well while I was doing like going hard on my editing, I was also staying up to like eight a.m., nine a.m., ten a.m. Some days. God damn! And I'm like, you know what? Let's try and fix this. So that's why it's kind of been a little bit all over the place right now. <laughs> I'm in my goddamn thirties. I can't do this anymore. Like even when I was hanging out with the friend, my friends last night after club. Like one o'clock, one, one o'clock rolled around. I was like, uh, "Oh man!" My friends just sitting there playing Saint Rose Four, and I was like, uh, "Oh wait, we ordered pizza, grab a slice, stick it in my mouth." Is a stick in my mouth while I'm like snoozing. It's like, "Uh, no, no, pizza's good." Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not gonna help you, Duncan. It's full of grease. It'll make you tired. Oh god, it was so much grease. <laughs> 
<laughs> got like two for one and it was oh man fucking I, two for one i man. ordered double pepperoni and extra cheese you know <laughs> when he lifted the box up on the table there was just like this circle of grease oh man, <laughs> oh, man. you know it's greasy when it go it just saturates through the box oh god through I that fucking... little cardboard slip they put underneath the pizza the pizza box itself onto the table Fucking in the dark days of Winston Knoll, before Little Caesars opened up on Rochdale. Oh yeah, like we were right across the street from uh, Two for One. So what? <laughs> what did everyone have at fucking lunch? The greasiest pizza in Regina you could get, or the cheesy bread. I'll oh, still bat for that bread. cheesy bread. That shit. That shit is terrible for you, but I mean, it was pretty good. It's some good cheesy bread. It got me. It got me through. Hey man, you can't beat two slices of pizza for like what two bucks yeah. or something? Fucking dirt cheap. It's terrible for you though. No. It's fucking they. They fucking like lathered that shit. It's baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it reminds me of this. Oh no, this one Facebook comic artist. I freaking love the aliens. Uh-huh. Nathan, I think his his name's like Nathan Pyle or whatever. Um, sorry if I got the name wrong. I know it's Nathan. I can't remember your last name. I'm, 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 I liked your page, so I see all the comics that you post on Facebook. And I case share it. It was the one where the, the aliens are eating, like, food, and he's putting salt on it. It's like, you you know too many freaking uh, minerals will decrease your, uh, your star revolutions. And it's like, well, maybe I want less revolutions and more minerals. <laughs> that was me with that pizza. It's like, maybe I want less life and more pizza. <laughs> also i spent I, I i i got a lot of kfc yesterday and i just fucking like as soon as uh, as i finished it off i was just like this has to st- this is terrible this is too much this is too fucking much i need to do something about this my guilty pleasure has been freaking wendy's that new asiago mushroom oh, burger God, but so it just does, does nightmares to my bladder. Oh, like last, I was like a couple days ago. I had it. I mean, it doesn't help that they have those awesome like flavor like soda machines, so I can get like my recent favorite is like vanilla Sprite. Mm. So good. But um, and I just recently added it. Just a, just a splash of grape Sprite. You know. <laughs> Uh, I remember one day at work, fucking Mike was telling me, is like, did you know you get like, like, like three patty, uh, fucking baconator or something? Like, yep. a, like a triple? I was like, fucking what? Oh, you've had nothing unless you've tried the T-Rex, the secret menu T-Rex burger. What's the T-Rex burger? Okay, so I had it one year going to Icon because it used to be on the menu, as like a promotional item, and as when I found out about it, there was one at Brand. There's, there's a Wendy's at, in Brandon on the way to Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah I know about Brandon that yeah. had it. But when we stopped there, they had they didn't have it advertised. Like, oh bummer. I was like, well, we're here. I'm gonna ask. I went to the cashier. It's like I'll get a T Rex burger, and of course I get the new cashier who knows nothing about it. It's like uh fucking new guy. Uh, however, like the manager in the back is is seeing him sorry because he's watching over him, making sure he's you know learning. And he's like, oh oh that that that's just like a tr- uh, like a triple of the triple. 
So it's yeah, it's a six. No, triple, triple. It's a not. It's a nine. Nine. <laughs> it's you. It's about it. It was almost as big as your mic here. Oh my! Oh my god! That is so fucking much. <laughs> and it was it was basically a bacon here because it had bacon too. So like, patty, cheese, <laughs> bacon, bacon, patty, cheese, bacon times nine. <laughs> I that, had I didn't finish it. I took it with me to back to Winnipeg, <laughs> and that was my supper. Oh my god, dude! In that oh, that's a lake. Yeah, that's a lake in there. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that that's one. Versus... I wouldn't blame you to bring out the fork and knife because like <laughs> that is that is that is hamburger. Yeah, that's just a fucking. Like one of those like club size hamburger things, you fucking <laughs> get those from Safeway, and you just f- start just put making bullshit out of it. Yeah, no, that's one of my favorite secret items. I, I, will I get another one? Like maybe on an occasion like that. Maybe the next time I go to Icon, I'll stop at Brandon again. He's like, "Yeah, hey, I'll get a T Rex burger." He's like, "What is that? Is that it's it's like a it's a triple triple baconator." <laughs> Can you give me a triple Baconator, but, like, give me six more Can you bags? give me three Baconators and, and combine them into one? Yeah. <laughs> three Baconators. Baconist. Minus, three Baconators minus two buns. Or three, or yeah, no, two, yeah, two sets of buns. Uh, why do we do this kind of stuff to our bodies? We just... It's, it's to make we them want less sun revolutions. I get that, but... <laughs> It's that immediate uh, satisfaction. That immediate satisfaction. <laughs> you don't even think Sick. about the aftermath. Listen, that's that's future Ryan's problem. <laughs> exactly, not mine. <laughs> that's my favorite excuse. It is. Uh, uh, oh man, was it Dakota who did the uh, like at Animathon one year? The uh, oh yeah. The uh, CBH challenge, whatever it's called. Yeah, the Game Brew House challenge. Yeah, he's done them all. Like he's done uh, again. This is for locals. The Coney Island Poutinery. They have an Elvis challenge. Yeah, they do. Oh my god, I, I still don't think I could do an Elvis thing. That's there. I love peanut butter. I love it. Too. And again, for those who don't know, it's their. Their Elvis burger, their Elvis dog, and their Elvis poutine. Elvis basically means peanut butter. So it's, I mean, Elvis also yeah, loved peanut butter exactly. sandwiches. Exactly. No. So yeah, so it's a it's a it's a traditional hot dog smothered in, pe- in, pine- in peanut butter. <laughs> a traditional <laughs> a traditional burger like cheeseburger with peanut butter, and then a poutine with like gravy and poutine and peanut butter. That I've, mm. I've had their poutine that the Elvis poutine. It's fun to have once, not all the time. I, I don't it was think an experience. I, do that. I don't think I, I don't think my but, body would let me. But all three? No way. Oh god. Cuz that like I assume they use the heavier peanut butter, right? Oh, I bet yeah, just the thick. Like this. Thick. <laughs> Dummy thick. Oh. <laughs> Dummy thick peanut butter. <laughs> Cogging up your arteries. <laughs> <laughs> That stuff will give you fucking the ass claps. (laughs) 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 
sack clap sack. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. Uh, I think that's more or less it for my week. Uh so let's get into some of this news. Uh, we got a lot of Mortal Kombat news because I forgot about some of this shit last week. <laughs> I was so fucked up last week. Doing that on no sleep 24 hours? Oh. That was a fucking experience. I can't remember the last time I've done a 24 hour run. I did I multiple. <laughs> I would need support. I would need coffee and rock stars. I am a madman who does not need caffeine to go through this shit. I am, I am a god. <laughs> Either that or I need to be moving. Like, as soon as I sit down or lay down. Oh, it's game over. It's, it's, no, I can't. Like, Your head when... touches the pillow, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Re- reset the clock. Like, in my 20s, I, I, would, I would tell friends, like, I can't see how you can fall asleep on a chair. Like, it's, it's awkward. And then now, like, last night, I was sitting on a chair. It was like a reclining computer chair. But, like... I was finding myself just like snoring. I, I snore a little bit. My friend's like, Doug, are you sleeping? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. <sighs> I think there were, there was a few times at school wherever, wherever you had those days where you're just fucking tired as fuck, <sighs> and you just like <laughs> the head bobs. The head bobs. You feel yourself like you lose yourself for a second there, and then. And you pop right back. It's like I, I just, I just need some shine. We're, we're, we're learning about Tyson Dronicus or some bullshit. I'll fucking pick this up later. Later, man. Oh uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into some of this news. There's plenty of uh, Mortal Kombat stuff, uh, like uh, that Coral Con trailer that's just Jackie Briggs beating the fucking shit out of him <laughs> in his own fucking trailer. <laughs> so rude. Like, she gets the X-ray. She gets like the the special and the fucking fatality. Yep. It's like, damn! In your own, tra- you are a joke to them. <laughs> uh, then there was also uh, Noob Cybot. Oh, Noob Cybots. I liked his. His was good. His was a true trailer. Yeah. <laughs> that uh. That fucking fatality of his, the new oh. wishbone. Ooh, that thing. That thing's particularly rough. You see the guts spill out a little bit, and then he, then he fucking goes and <coughs> pulls up what Atman's gonna do to Thanos in Endgame. <laughs> Just out the other end. <laughs> Where was that? It was uh, I think Josh Brolin did. Oh yeah, he yeah he recently made a tweet. It's like more or less I can't remember the exactly words of the tweet. He made a little video is like preparing for Endgame or whatever, <laughs> and he's literally just sitting down, pants around his ankles on a toilet. You can see the veins in his forehead. He's just like, I get that bastard out of there. <laughs> and like he's in one of the hashtags, one of the hashtags I remember he added on that tweet was like. Fifty percent hernia. <laughs> there was, there's a, there's a page I follow called Fake History, and it's just like, and there's a one of like uh, Ant Man saying like a, uh, uh, a like cup of hot sauce, and he's, and it just says Ant Man, 
uh, lathering himself in hot sauce to who caused bonus damage. <laughs> Uh yeah, noob, noob, noob looks cool. He's got he's got a lot of stuff from kind of all over the place a little bit. Yeah, and he he doesn't look like a scorpion recolor. He's no. got like the the cloak added to him and everything. There's one thing I don't like, and it's his voice. It's oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't really do it right now. It's it's kind of like eh, it's kind of lame. <laughs> Uh, but out of all of these trailers, the one I liked the most was the old school versus new school, uh, trailer, uh, which, uh... (laughs) That was a really good trailer, actually, it's probably one of my favorites, too. I, I really enjoy, I, I enjoyed the sampling of both Vince Staples and Ice Cube, that was pretty good, I enjoyed that. (laughs) Uh, and just, like, the general banter between, like old versions of the characters and new versions and also uh Kun Lao has a bunch of really good lines where he's like dude our future's fucking crazy <laughs> and they fucking kill the the new character I forget that his name sand guy the, the sand guy he's like that was easy yeah <laughs> and then he fucking reforms yeah. although Luke Kang doesn't do a whole lot but we do see his fatality the dragon yeah so that was cool. I think in that same trailer we saw, uh, I think you saw Cassie Cage's. Yeah, we, I think we saw Cass, and we also may have seen Jax's, like yeah. Gotcha. I think. Uh, he also has a really good line where, like, Jackie's just like, "This is so messed up." And he's just like, "Hold on, while we leave this to me, myself, and I." Yeah, <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> And just all, all of Johnny versus Johnny banter was yeah, really good. Yeah, it's just priceless. I do my own stunts. <laughs> I got people who do that for me. For me. <laughs> Poser. Uh, uh, no, these were all really good. Uh, and it's good to see him actually do the good old split nut punch. Oh, he fucking it's gives bad. it to Kano. That one, <laughs> I, I like not even a day, like not even twenty four hours. I saw somebody like just Photoshop it, and they put like Johnny Cage Mondays, and then just Kano's nuts. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was, that was some good stuff. Uh, speaking of good stuff, Borderlands Three got its reveal trailer. Oh, like again? I or actually not again. I don't know if I've actually talked about Borderlands. I kind of, I've been on again, off again, playing the other ones when they first came out. I never really finished one or two, but it was just one of those games, especially two. I actually played with my uncle and my brother. We were just playing co-op one Christmas. It was good times. I really enjoyed it. But did it go back to start playing more of it or playing the game as a whole? Not really. No thanks to my brother, because he would constantly show me stuff like, here, though these lines are hilarious, take a look at Tiny Tina and the, the explosions guy. I can't remember his name. Like explosions! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that one scene where that psycho is begging you to headshot him. Ah, uh, yeah. Sh- uh, what's his name? Shooting make blast face or something? He's uh, like, my brother's or... like, just wait, just wait. It's like, well, why don't you shoot him in the head? He's like, dude, he's got like ten minutes of dialogue. Just you got to sit there and wait. He does have a lot of dialogue. Uh, it, from the from the mission, shoot this guy in the face. Uh, <laughs> shoot face McShooty. In the face. 
<laughs> but no, I, I oh yeah, his name is Faith McShee. Okay. <laughs> so I heard I heard earlier this week about, or I think it's been in the span of two weeks, where people are saying that there's been rumors of a teaser for the next Borderlands. I was like, and my thoughts like, eh, cool. We'll see what happens when it comes out. And then when I saw that, I was at work and I, I look, it's like, oh shoot, like every three or four posts, I see this video for the tra- trailer. I think I still watch it. And it just, I think they did, it, I think they did a good job on the trailer because I just got pulled right in. They they're, they kind of nailed it. Yeah. They kind of nailed it this time with the, the trailer. Because I remember I played Borderlands 2 and I played a, I played a bunch of it. And I stopped playing literally like five minutes to to the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure if I'm gonna get it like as soon as it launches, unless some of my friends also plan on getting it too. Yeah. So like it's it's a very co-op dependent game. Like solo, it's kind of eh, okay. It's just another shooter at that point. Yeah. Uh. But it, it was fun playing co-op. I remember that. Yeah. And, and that's how I'm going to treat this game. I, th- I think it's going to be a fun, like, f- friend group loot Co-op rock. Yeah. I think they're going to do a way better job that, like, Anthem's doing. Oh, yeah. Like, like for one, they already have the, the formula kind of down. Yeah. Uh... And I think they're already gonna throw in an anthem crack somewhere with the they, they in the teaser trailer they said they have a billion guns. Yeah, they did say <laughs> billion guns. They also showed off a gun with legs. Yeah. Leg gun. And from what I can assume, Handsome Jack is still around. I think that, so. That 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 one that the one who was I, with I the chip kind of looked like Handsome Jack. I fucking forget. It's been a while since I. But last time I checked, it's... I. I thought Handsome Jack died in two. I thought so too. But given the stuff that they've already introduced in this this game, I'm pretty sure there's some sort of plot device that they can exploit. Probably. <laughs> also, this was also revealed at Randy Pitchford's magic show. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. Uh, amid a long-winded setup for magic tricks. And counting nearly 50 cards multiple times, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford managed to formally reveal Borderlands 3. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Randy. He does some dumb bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I guess also alongside this, they announced a remaster of Borderlands 1. I, I believe the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC and all that. Cool. Uh, so, and I'm not sure if they plan on doing that also for two. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, you can really get your Borderlands fix <laughs> real soon. Uh, another game we forgot to talk about last week, but we'll fucking pick it up this week. And since you're here, I know you're excited about this. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Yes! This out of fucking nowhere, like, no, no one fucking knew about this thing. No. And just Nintendo was just like, 
You know, those guys made Krypton Necro Dancer. Uh, we gave them the keys to the Jag, and they're, they fucking are coming up with this thing. <sighs> this is fucking crazy. Like, Nintendo doesn't do this often. Especially to, like, an indie. An indie developer. <laughs> yeah. And a little, I just, the timing was perfect. It's like, not even, like, a week or two before, I, wa- I finally played Crypt the... Crypt and uh, Necro Dancer. And I loved it. It's like... I need to get this on Steam. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe I should just get, wait and get a Switch and get this. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, so Nintendo just announced that people uh, behind the excellent musical dungeon crawling game, Krypton the Necro Dancer, are making a Zelda game called Cadence of Hyrule. And it's out this spring. So coming soon to a Switch near you. Uh, the game brings Cadence, the uh, protagonist from Brace Yourself Games, indie hit, Link uh, to Link's world. Uh, a trailer shows off Link and Zelda fighting enemies throughout the world that seems to be inspired by uh, Link to the Past. Yeah. In a press release, uh, provide a bit more details. Uh, as Link and Princess Zelda, players uh, explore randomly generated overworld and dungeons on a quest to save Hyrule. And uh, and every beat uh, of the 25 remixed Legend of Zelda tunes is a chance to move, attack, defend, and more. Uh, from modern-looking Lynels uh, to Hyrulean soldiers of old, uh, players must master the instinctive, uh, yeah, the instinctive movements of each pixel art enemy and strategically outstep uh, them in a. In the uh, <laughs> in rhythmic combat, using uh, an arsenal of iconic items from the Legend of Zelda, uh, as well as spells and weapons from Cryptid Necrodancer. Sweet! I'm so psyched for this game. Like, yeah, not only did I get instantly hooked on the Necrodancer, but it's also based in my favorite Zelda game. <laughs> I'm really psyched what they're going to do with this, and plus the fact that they're they're playing off music that's so iconic. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to how they track. remix this music. <laughs> this music has been remixed and remixed. I'm looking forward to their brand of remixing it. Yeah, so, like, like I'm, I'm just thinking back to other games where Nintendo was, like, just just hands the keys to someone else, like, I believe Minish Cap was made by Capcom. Oh, and, uh, I I want to say it was. Uh, it tends to be Zelda they give it to. Like they gave they, Zelda to like, like they the guys that make Hyrule Warriors. They don't do it often. Yeah. But when they do, like they they let Rare make a Donkey Kong game. Yeah. They've they've let uh, apparently apparently there's an F Zero game made by Sega. Apparently, I'll have to look into that. Um, if you want to count it, and they threw the Star Fox characters into that one ship game that came out yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Starlink? Yeah, 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 I think that's it. I don't know how well that game took off. Apparently it's good. Uh, but what, what is it? Uh, oh yeah, Ubisoft. They, with, uh, Mario and Rabbids. Oh yeah, the Rabbids, yeah. Uh, their XCOM game. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird. <laughs> So weird, and it's apparently really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, this doesn't happen often, and especially to nin- in, uh, I keep calling them Nindies, <laughs> but they kind of are. <laughs> so, what about Team Cherry, the guys behind Paul Knight make an actual Super Metroid game? Yeah. Yeah, free money. Free, free money. money. Free one. Or just Fusion 2. Just make a second Fusion. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. You know what else would be cool? What? Another Breath of the Wild game. <laughs> apparently Monolith Software is uh, making something. Or working with Nintendo to oh, make nice. something. Uh, so Monolith Software, uh, well, Monolith Soft, uh, the studio that brought you Xenoblade Chronicles is looking to hire artists, designers, and programmers for the next Zelda project. <laughs> While this isn't fully confirmed to be the next core Zelda, uh, it's an entry nonetheless, and Monolith Soft isn't hiding it with their with a gigantic Zelda-themed landing page on their recruitment portion of their site. <laughs> uh, as Siliconria pointed out, the Kyoto branch of Monolith Soft worked on Skyward Sword, A Link Between Worlds, and Breath of the Wild, providing support for Nintendo. Uh, in div- uh, in addition to developing their own IPs like Xenoblade, uh, which there's now three games strong with the Wii, the Wii U, and Switch, uh, there's also a they are an invaluable part of Nintendo's DNA when it comes to open world RPGs. So yeah, this is just kind of letting people know, hey, there's something in the works. We don't know if it's a core game, but you know it could be, it could very well be. Because, like, these guys are kind of like the uh, Crystal Dynamics of Nintendo, if you want to put it that way. To, like, how they Crystal Dynamics is, like, Square Enix. Mm, yeah. No, yeah, they're, I, I feel like yeah, Nintendo's doing a good job at keeping these guys in yeah. tow. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think whatever they're doing, maybe give them give them some time. Like, let, let them fade off in the shadows and give them time. To bake something delicious. I think whatever it is will be kind of like how... Uh, no, not Manish Cap. I talked about Manish Cap just a second ago. Majora's <laughs> um, Mask was to uh, Ocarina. That's what I'm thinking. Because I don't think you could really go back to the old formula. Yeah. I think Breath of the Wild is the Ocarina of its time. Yeah. Right now, so I unless you like try and combine the two, add more like traditional dungeons into this open world aspect, yeah, like almost taking the link to the past kind of formula and expanding that to a full on thing. You could potentially just take this game and throw it into one of the other Zelda timelines, yeah, because that was the doomed timeline, if I recall correctly, yeah. Yeah, that's the one where... Talking about this timeline shit. Yeah, the, the hero fails. Yeah. And then that's what put him into the coma, kind of. Or no, I can't remember. I never actually got a chance to play Breath of the Wild. That's another game on my list when I eventually get up my hands on a you, Switch. You need to, you need to get, on, <laughs> get on that stuff. But they could they could go with one of the other two... Uh, oh, imagine if they took this this engine and did it with the like Wind Waker timeline. Mm, yeah. Have a bigger islands, more <laughs> more sailing actually. Yeah, expanded on that. 
just have a whole like section that is just on water. That would be cool. Uh, I'll save the Sekiro stuff for later. There was the the announcement. <laughs> our announcement. P5R. So P5R was revealed to be Persona 5 The Royal. Uh, which we got a 45 second trailer of mainly a voiceover between Goro Akechi, one of the major characters in Persona 5, and this uh, apparently the new girl. Uh, now, what was translated was uh, basically Goro asks, asks this uh, girl what she thinks of the Phantom Thieves, and she says while she believes they're doing good stuff she doesn't believe that they're doing it for the right reasons or doing it in the right way what are they to decide to decide uh the fate of others and be judge jury and not exactly executioner but yeah in the sense basically she's talking shit about the fan thieves yeah so there's initially questions of like is she gonna be like the female protagonist? Is she just lying out her fucking ass? <laughs> In which case would be way smarter than what fucking the the main character in Persona Five does, which he basically eggs everyone on. It's like, like, listen, I think the Phantom Thieves are just. I think they're doing it for the right reasons. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like bro, you're you're really not hiding this well, are you? <laughs> you know, ever since that guy with the criminal record, he came to that school and suddenly stuff has been getting weird. What do you think about this? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, there's also the question of whether or not she could be a new social link. At, like, she would be the Marie of this game, which that's kind of the last thing I want. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just kind of up in the air. There, there. Uh, I listened to a podcast which talked about some of the darker aspects of certain things. Like, how you... in. Persona 5, you can date, like, a lot of older women. <laughs> so, flip that. Uh-oh. And you're playing a girl, and you have the option to date men who are way older than you. <laughs> Which, while it's one thing to, like, we shouldn't demonize woman sexuality and all, yeah. that, and all that stuff. But also, this girl is, like, 15, do do it oh man oh jesus gets dark as fuck (laughs) you don't need to do this don't do it just yeah even when i was playing as the the guy i was like i'm not dating any of the older ladies because that is that is i don't like that no i like you as a friend (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well fucking I'll, I'll date people within the age group yep yeah so they announced basically that there's gonna be an announcement April 24th so we keep waiting 
I'm waiting. I don't even know how I did that voice. Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah. I guess we'll just have to wait on more fucking announcements. I also hope that P5R has a bit of a rewrite and they fix some problems with its writing. Yeah. Yeah. Fix some be... things. This would be a good opportunity to some things that write some be... wrongs. Hey, man, you know how it's how it's weird how, like, in Futaba's social link, where, like, you, you, you find out that uh, her friend was going through some real fucking dark shit with her parents, like, dressing her up and basically sexually abusing her. Oh, no. It's some fucking fucked up shit. And then you, like, go and change their hearts, like, oh, we're so sorry, we'll... We'll, we'll apologize to what's her face. It's like good. It's like no, you go to jail. <laughs> exactly. It's not just a slap on the wrist. It's like it's okay. Like, oh man, God, I know you messed up, but you know you. I'm giving you a second. No, <laughs> you don't get the second chance. You. You put the cuffs on. <laughs> oh my god, there's some fucked up shit in that game. It's, it's like, just like it's like Gotham City is like, all right, we 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 finally Batman has captured Doctor Freeze. What do we do? Take Arkham Asylum. He could be. Oh, what's the word? Uh, fought, rehabilitated. Yeah, he could be yeah. rehabilitated. It's like. Dude, he just pulled a stunt where he went to a bank and stole shit. And he killed 12 people. Give up the chair. There's no rebuild. This is the third time Batman's jailed him. Just, How Batman, many... Batman may not kill, but we kill. <laughs> kill him. <laughs> we, uh, apparently, apparently Gotham City. Or... Also, there's a, there's a thing in Shazam that makes certain aspects of the DC universe not make any fucking sense to me. So, you know how there's Gotham City yeah. and Metropolis? Yeah. Shazam is in Philly. <laughs> like, straight up Philadelphia. Like, they say, it says it. So what the fuck are those places? Where are they? I think I think they, they touched on that. I think there are, it's it's a pseudo real world where I think Metropolis is New York. That's I think. What? And, <laughs> and Gotham City's Boston. <laughs> I think. I think that. I yeah. think you're right in that regard. Uh, <laughs> I know that they're near each other. In yeah. Some regard. Yeah, I know that. I just find it just yeah, kinda, it's still hilarious. And also, like he, like Superman's from Kansas. Yeah. Like, there could easily be a Smallville, Kansas. I believe that. Yeah. But a place just straight up called Metropolis. Not sure about that one, Chief. <laughs> just, just just call it New York. Just, yeah. just call it New York. If, if Shazam's in Philly, you're in New York. <laughs> Not this fake-ass Metropolis city. Uh-huh. Uh, let's move on to Streets of Rage. Yeah. <laughs> showing off a little, little trailer, showing off a little bit of the gameplay, but that game looks fucking nice. Fucking nice. Yeah, I haven't seen a good side side scroller beat em up for a while. I know, it's like, not a lot. 
like early two thousands. Double Fine uh, did the that Double Dragon Neon. Yeah, it, it didn't do like a reviewers didn't. It wasn't like it was good surprised. Though. It was good it was though. Good though. I had a chance to I play it a couple, like earlier this year. No, fun. I can't. I can't think of a whole lot of side throwing beat em ups like coming out recently. Yeah, like some of the best ones is like. Like, one of the best ones you can't even get anymore because of licensing issues. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah. My friend James has it on his PlayStation. He'll never remove it. Yeah. No, that's that's one of the most unfortunate ones because it was fucking good. I was watching so a video good. behind, like, why it's going it's, to why it's gonna be so difficult to ever get back on. So, like, there's, there are, like, four or five different licenses within that game. Like, there's Anima, Anima Gucci's music. There's the movie. There's movie characters in the game. There's the the manga aspects of the game, and um, something else. I can't remember who else has has a, has a, their fingers in this pie. But yeah, literally, you have to get all of them to go. It's like okay, Sony, you can sell this again. And like, Brian Lee O'Malley has been like trying. He's been <laughs> trying to get that game back up. Oh. Like, at some point, it's just going to be, like, you, you just have to make a new game. Yeah. If you want our Scott Pilgrim game, you're just going to have to make it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I know side-scroller beat-em-ups are, 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 are a simple formula, but I, I love when a new one shows up. And Streets of Rage is amongst my favorite. These designs, too, they look good. Yeah. They look good. These characters are hot! <laughs> good to see Axel and Blazer back. I would like to see some of the other characters come back too. <laughs> Maybe a four-player mode. Yeah. 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 Like, who are some of the other characters? Oh yeah, I think there's like that black kid whose whose name was Skate, and he was on rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, like there, there's, there's some good stuff coming down with it. I'm looking forward to it. Also looking forward to its music. Yeah. Uh, you you checked out that uh, aliens play that high school did? What? Yeah, there's a play that a high school in New Jersey put on of Alien. What? <laughs> no, I wasn't aware of this. Uh, even like Sigourney Weaver reached out to them and was like, "Hey, man, good job out there. Fucking that shit looked great. Like it, it is impressive, actually." Yeah. Doing that blocker and you can't fucking stop me. <laughs> uh, the one video, uh, one of the videos that someone put up of the play has over three million views on Twitter alone, and that. Like, the costumes are really good. The set design's really good. Like, the, the alien costume is f- phenomenal. And it's from a high school. It's like, wow! Uh, yeah, I gotta check this out. Yeah, no, after this is done, I'll look up the video. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was just a lot really of, yeah, impressive. That's great to see art... Our, our, our talent, young art talent, fucking pull something like this off. Bright young kids. Also, Ridley Scott like sent them a uh, a letter. Like it was like anyone who's ever been a part of Alien, the Alien franchise, is like reaching out to these these kids. It's really cool to see this. 
I want to see this hit Broadway. <laughs> Dude, I, w- I would pay good money to see fucking aliens on Broadway. Uh, let's talk about this one's quick and dirty, real dirty because it's DOA. <laughs> Is that oh gay? no! So the cat's got to fit in all those fucking titties and shit, and all your all your waifus and their pretty dresses and all that. Uh, it still doesn't have lobby lobby play. Oh! You you want you want you want to play you want to actually play the game? Uh, nah, man, we don't got those features yet. But like, if, if you want to drop like. Hundred or so, a couple hundred dollars on costumes. Yeah. You'd be helping. You'd be doing dress, us a solid. Dress your, dress your, dress your, dress, <laughs> dress your girls up. You'd be doing Play us a solid. You'd be doing us a solid for your solid. <laughs> oh man, we're working on the end game store where you could properly rotate your character and see the whole skin. And you gotta make it so if you spin it fast enough, the boobs jiggle just the right way. Just, just right. That way you're gonna spend minutes, maybe hours, just rotating and then stopping it just to go wobble, 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 wobble. You know, I thought that they were, <laughs> I thought they were gonna keep this shit like separate. They were gonna like, okay, dead or alive, extreme, the beach volleyball bullshit. That's where, that's where all of that goes. Where you can do all this. Dumb bikini, like fucking nothing stuff. All that, all that's there, and DOA will be serious fighting game with <laughs> less costumes. Yeah, like DOA five final uh final round is really good. It's really good, yeah. and then. They like they they put their they they must have read like Moby Dick or something because they got their whaling hats on and they're going <laughs> fishing for the whales. We're willing to drop so much fucking money on this on dressing up Mary Rose. It's like, Where's the male skins? I want to see Tiger in a Ricardo costume. <laughs> fucking me too, man. <laughs> uh. Just get I'm, all the men a Ricardo skin. I'm I, Zach in like a one piece. <laughs> there you go. That's what that's what sells me on the game. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck Mary Bros and all her fucking weird shit. Get get me some Bayman skins. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this game's fucking mess. There was there was a I listened to uh, the best friends uh, well not the best friends uh, Castle Super Beast and they described the perfect game mode for this and it's it's bas- basically just partnered with Victoria's Secret at this point just partnered <laughs> with them yeah and like they have a whole thing where it's like first person and you're at a mall and. <laughs> And, like, whoever your waifu is, like, they'll come up to you, and they'll go shopping with you. Oh, and you, no. you get to dress them up and all this all this stuff. And then, like, and then when they try on something and you like what they're in, you, it'll give you the prompt of, do you want to buy this? Oh, <laughs> and no. so, it's... 
it's an idea that will probably sell it'll probably oh, it'll sell weeds. millions for these people <laughs> for those for those guys oh it's it's printing money it's printing money for everyone involved oh yeah oh you know what else prints money? Halo PC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's an AMA uh, talking about certain things coming to the Halo ports on PC. And one of those is it minimal requirement is Windows 7. What? Yeah. I mean, these are rather older. I say with quotation mark. Halo, <laughs> Halo 7. Halo 7. No. Uh, Halo 3 is, that was 2007, is 12 years old. Jeez. That game doesn't look 12 years old, but apparently it is. <laughs> uh, so, in the AMA, Rock, Paper, Shotgun compiled a list of all the good news and the bad news, so, we'll, so Destructoid summarized it. Uh, in the good column, uh, we have Windows 7 support and the ability for the Windows Store and Steam players to face each other. Uh, an uncapped frame rate will also be available, though there will be a certain upper limit for particular game modes. Uh, variable FOV sliders uh, will also be an option, as well as support for different aspect ratios, including 21 point by nine ultra wide. <laughs> uh, new anti-cheat measures will be in effect, which should make uh, for a smooth online experience. In the back column, uh, there's no cross-play between Xbox and PC, uh, which is uh, on the cards, uh, which was discussed yesterday, apparently. Uh, split screen is apparently not coming either, which is a big bummer. Yeah. Uh, while the majority of Halo games are coming to PC, Halo 5 is absent, so that's actually a good point. <laughs> uh, no, day, no dedicated servers are coming, but 343 is looking at incorporating those down the line. And finally, ODST's Firefight mode won't be available at launch, but may come later. Will come later, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's a mode. It's a really fun mode. Yeah. You kind of need it for certain things. What you need it for the Vidmaster challenges. Mm. You need those Vidmaster challenges, man. <laughs> well, no, uh, I was talking to Devin a lot last night about how excited we both are for fucking Halo. It's like, I fucking can't wait. It's the, it's going to be the comeback. It's the split, comeback of Halo. I need that split screen, though. Uh, I remember the nights where I would, a couple of friends would just go to a friend's place and just sit down and play four-player matchmaker. And yeah. just sitting there and play against each other. Uh, I want to... I want to sit... Well, I mean... If you all have PCs... Yeah, you just, I suppose. You, you, you can have a LAN party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring back LAN parties. Yeah. Uh, so, apparently... Uh, Pierre Taki's arrest and subsequent erasure from... <laughs> All media uh, will not affect uh, Judgment's Western release. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's good. <laughs> I've still got time. I still have to sit down and actually play for Yakuza. So uh, there was a tweet that came out from uh, our 
Rhea got Goto Gotoku uh, Studio, like a Dragon Studio. Uh, uh, that was basically like due to unforeseen circumstances. Crack. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not crack. Coke. Uh, the character model for the Japanese voice of the character of Kohei uh, uh, Kyohei ha- uh, Hamura uh, will be adjusted for the Western release, launching on June 25th, 2019. I still find this so fucking weird. It, yeah. Like, they're, they're okay with kitty porn, <laughs> but man, if you, if you even, like, have, if you, if you took some coke, no, man, you're, you're, you're gone. You're disappeared. You didn't, you don't exist. <laughs> We don't know you. Like they, this isn't the first time they've done this with even uh, the related Yakuza games. Because in four, <laughs> uh, uh, for apparently it's like re-release. Uh, Tanamura, his character was completely changed. Like character model was completely changed because the actor also was apparently uh, accused of, well, uh, arrested for drug-related charges. Yeah. So, so it was like, like they grabbed. <laughs> <laughs> the production team for this is like, were you part of the Yakuza? It's like, yeah. It's like, awesome. We need you for this game. <laughs> what, like, and the fucking series creator and producer, like, his buddy buddies with Yakuza. Jesus. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, you're not far <laughs> off, man. <laughs> you can't leave that gangster life. So it's like, like, if this game was made out here in the West, this would be pushed. They would push this, like, we got real drugs going on, real criminal activities. Because now this kind of paints the picture of like anyone who's actually a part of the Yakuza games. They're squeaky clean, <laughs> and the game's about crime. Just imagine like the, they try to reboot the Mafia series here, and then just E three watches I watches I explain this game. Watches do a line of coke right in this front street. Woo! Oh, a devolver fucking to the conference. You see what I just did there? You do that in the game! <laughs> and he's just imitating what the in-game characters do. I just walk, ooh, airplane, yeah! Man, Devolver's conferences are getting real ballsy now. They're just doing drugs on the stage, for real. <laughs> I mean, they used to do it just on, you know, backstage before hopping on, but now they're just now straight now up they're skipping just, that step. I'm just saying, fuck it. They're, like, that dude's shooting up heroin right now. Look at him. I think he's going into shock. He's dead. Oh shit, that's a game peripheral. <laughs> you you want to see the afterlife? It's bonus content. Uh, and let's end it off with uh, probably the biggest discussion going around the internet community right now being about Secrio. Uh, Sekiro is... Uh, Sekiro or... Sekiro, yeah. A shadow's dead twice. Uh, there was a Forbes article that came out uh, initially uh, by Dave Fear uh, that's, that was titled Sekiro Shadow Death... Uh, Sekiro... Sekiro... Eh. <laughs> Sekiro, shadow's dead twice, needs to respect its players and add an easy mode. Calm down. Calm down, you. 
Uh, yeah, he go- he goes through uh, the the whole thing basically, and and it, it kind of boils down to <laughs> you're not far off. Uh, <laughs> basically, it like if the game is too punishing, there should be the option to turn down the difficulty, and it wouldn't take away from anyone else's experience. And for in some cases, for some people, uh, even it, like if, if some people have a disability and they're not, they they might not even be able to keep up with some of these inputs, yeah, or timings and all that because it's a, it's a very demanding game, and like from what I've been able to gather from gameplay and stuff, it is a game where it wants you to fight, go, 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 just just fucking go in. It's yeah. very different from the Dark Souls formula of play a lot more defensive. This game wants you to play offensive. It's almost like a Ninja Gaiden in that case. Oh, oh dear. So, while I do understand the point of the, like, yeah, like, that does make sense. There are, like, and I would almost recommend if people have a disability and they want to play this game i'd almost recommend the xbox version where you can use that adaptive controller and like make your inputs like whatever you need them to be and all that like there there are ways around it and there there have been plenty of people with disabilities who've been able to fucking master dark souls games easy yeah so it's like it's not it's almost not really that much of a problem yeah. Like, and I almost say that, uh, uh, actually I'll go into the other article that was posted by Forbes, uh, by Eric Kane, uh, which is titled, No, Sekiro, uh, Sek- uh, Sekiro, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, absolutely does not need an easy mode. <laughs> <laughs> in which he boils it down a little bit more, uh, but gets to what my main point and what I agree with is uh, that the greatest fa- teacher is failure. Exactly. So basically, uh, Eric goes through the, uh, the article, kind of boils down to uh, uh how choice is kind of the uh, the crux of Theer's argument. Uh, he argues that a easy mode would not change the experience for many players who wish to play it. In its pure form, the challenge would remain intact, given players' choice would be a sign of respect. Uh, and he replies with, I fundamentally disagree. For one thing, the option to turn down difficulty when stuck in a particularly hard boss or mini-boss, or as may be the case, would always be a temptation. Uh, it would also be a simple, uh, it would be so simple to take in, take the easy route, uh, and then we would never learn from what, from software and the game director Miyazaki hoped we would learn how to overcome the odds and doing so gift ourselves with a sense of pride and accomplishment, which that's kind of what I very much agree with. Like these games, and I, I, I just want to put this out there is that. Not every game is made for you. No, exactly. Some some games are just they're not your thing. Like 
if you are not having fun, if you're playing like a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne, and you are just not having fun with it, if you're constantly just more or less fighting with the game than, uh, well, fighting against the game and staying with it, and you're just not having fun, then at the end of the day, I you can only really take away that the game wasn't made for you. You're just not the kind of person who would enjoy that kind of game. Uh, maybe, like, hell, it goes anyway. If you tried Minecraft and just didn't really get the appeal, then you can more or less deduce that this is not your thing. Building blocks, not your thing. No. I'm more of a Devil May Cry person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it always hurts that people use the, the whole people with disabilities argument. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I'm throwing this card so you can't argue at me because if you argue... Do you hate the disabled? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's always the way they kind of throw it out there. It's like, I'm using this to defend my point. But it's, there are games that aren't for everybody. Like, if you, you can go back to the classics. Yo. I'll think. Ghosts versus goblins. You do, or, or ghosts and goblins, not ghosts versus goblins. Ghosts and goblins. You had to beat that game not once, but twice. With no, conti- or with like no, no save function. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was it? I don't think Battletoads was made for anyone. No. <laughs> that game is fucking bullshit. It was made for masochists. It was, it was made to suffer. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know, whenever you got, like, say you you got stuck on a fucking hard boss, and how, don't, doesn't it feel fucking great to finally beat them? Exactly. Doesn't it feel fucking amazing? Like, I remember there was a few missions in Ace Combat that I was fucking stuck on for a couple days. Yeah. I just kept, like, fucking trying and trying. I would get frustrated. So I would put the game down, go away, do something else for a little bit, and come back to it. Clear head, clear mind, clear heart. <laughs> Bash my head against it a little bit more. <laughs> but when I fucking got it, Fuck yeah, I felt fucking great. I felt fucking amazing. I felt like the champion. And I couldn't wait to play more of the game. Yeah. So it's like, that's something I think is lost on some people, is that yeah. they want their grati- gratification, their gratitude, their sense of accomplishment now. Yeah. It's like, for, in some cases, you have to earn that. You have to earn your wins. Exactly, and like if you were to suddenly change this game, that it, it's already in, in made and designed this way, people have beaten this game, and they they take that to heart. Like this game was hard as balls. I played the hard mode. I didn't die against the first boss that you're supposed to, you're supposedly like story wise supposed to die to. And you know, it's trying to spoil too much, but that, that I've already had that part spoiled. Yeah, me. yeah. That's, but regardless, but yeah, it's like I toughed it out. I beat this, and all of a sudden the game. The game developers crumble, crumble under the pressure. It's like, we're adding an easy mode. It's like, all this accomplishment, now anyone off the street can get it and not put as much work as I did. And, it, you know, it somebody, is a bit of a sense of yeah. entitlement, but I mean, if you fucking did it, where I, I remember fucking getting those Vidmaster challenges in Halo and felt like a fucking amazing. Yeah. I have fucking, that, that was the feeling I got from achievements whenever I got a real hard one. Yeah. I mean, that being said, if if they were smart, they could probably design an easy mode and still reward the people who beat it the hard way. 
The best example I could bring is uh, when World of Warcraft comes out with a new expansion. The raids are tough as balls. You need a nice team. You need to be perfectly communicated with your raid team to complete this dungeon. And it's usually always like a sense of accomplishment because there's always a race for that one guild to be the first guild to beat the raid when it comes out. They're given like a time, like a time sensitive, like you, like the one last ones in Legion. You got this freaking awesome mount. But as soon as Battle for Azeroth came out, of course the level cap's going to raise. So what you could do is just go to get the new level cap and go back to that raid and crush it. Yeah. So what they do is that's a time-sensitive item. That item was only available for, enough for grabs up until the release of Battle for Azeroth. As soon as Battle for Azeroth came out, you can't get that anymore. Yeah. So it, that gave you a sense of accomplishment. I beat this raid when it was hard. And you know, well, I think Capcom fucking nailed it. Initially, when you played, uh, whenever you play uh, Devil May Cry, uh, easy mode, you have to unlock it. Yeah. It's like you default to a hard difficulty. And in Sekro, uh, <laughs> there's, there's only harder difficulties. Technically, you are already playing in, on easy mode. Yeah. Uh, so, whenever you played Devil May Cry and you fucking like have a part where you're struggling on and you keep dying, but you're not using your gorbs because never, never use your gorbs. Uh, uh, and then at one point you will get the prompt: Easy mode has been unlocked, which is <laughs> the greatest insult to anyone ever. <laughs> Oh man, you're having trouble there. Do you, do you want to play on easy mode? Do you want some help? Do you want some help there, buddy? Do you, do you, do you need a hand? <laughs> you slap that hand away and you tell that man to fuck off. I got this. Whatever the game was like that. I think it was Mario. Like if you died so many times, like here's a mushroom or here's a star. There, there was, yeah, in Mario 3D Land, you could get the golden tanuki. Yeah. Which would give you, like, like it operated like a star, where if any enemy touched you, it would just fucking die. <laughs> uh, and you basically had, like, infinite uh, Tanuki power. So you, like, kind of, like, glide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could do that infinitely. And, yeah. Was, uh, I'm gonna lie, I used that thing a couple times, but some, some of those levels were bullshit, though. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's different for a platformer. It's like a not the same thing. It's just, you know, yeah, you gotta... I'm trying to justify using it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the takeaway is, is like Forbes is right. That you it's, you essentially you are starting that game on easy mode, and there are other games that that deal with difficulty and good and you know smart. Celeste smart does ways. it well. Yeah, they give you a lot of options to like to uh, more or less tune the game to how you want to play it. Yeah. Uh, but I think when it comes to From Software, Soulsborne games, uh, I, I don't even really count this as a Soulsborne because it's a lot closer to Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. So, like, these games are made to be difficult. It's made to frustrate you at times, but it's supposed to make you keep on trying, keep on improving, learn the game, learn its systems... And when you do beat that part that you are struggling on, it's going to feel great. Exactly. You're going to have that sense of accomplishment that I did 
a hard fucking task, and I did it. I fucking beat that shit. When you beat that game, you're gonna feel great. Exactly. There's, yeah, there's there's certain thing, there's certain levels of enjoyment in a game that comes from accomplishments. Like, if you're an achievement hunter, you get in that all the you're you're trying to platinum. Platinum a game. everything. Yeah. Or you know, in my sense, like a, a Sonic Adventure Two battle for the GameCube. Once you S rank every level in the game. They give you access to a th- what was probably now. I could be wrong, but I think this was the first time they made a 3D version of Green Hill Zone, Ooh. and it was a fun experience. the it, The level could have been designed better, but if you looked at it at a design uh, point, it was almost identical to the first level of Green Hill Zone, but in a not in a linear fashion. And it was interesting to traverse. And I felt accomplished. It's like, I S-ranked this game. I 100%ed it. I got this. And I'm fucking psyched. I, I, was, I, I had to tell everybody. It's like, you have Green Hill Zone on uh, Suicide Adventure 2? It's like, no. It's like, I fucking do. Get on my fucking level. <laughs> and that more or less does it for us. Uh, that is the end of the news uh, if you want to send us an email you can do that at thesuperfondnetwork at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at realsfn I'm trying to go through this as quick as possible because I gotta take a washroom break <laughs> uh, but we do I've, I put up a, a thing uh, I was like hey wanna, wanna fucking talk to us fucking send us shit and got a question from Lindsay uh, let me just find it. God damn it! Hold on, I got I gotta use the washroom real quick. <laughs> I'm just gonna pause. I'm in pain now. <laughs> uh, just, give, just give me a minute. <laughs> still, uh, still trying to find the thing. Uh, God damn it! Where the fuck did it go? I'll just pull it up on my phone. Uh, Russell May it's next week. Kept passing it by. There we go. <laughs> so Lindsay asks, uh, "Who do you think's gonna bite it in Infinity War Part Two Endgame?" Well, we can deduct it as a detective as for whose contracts are gonna be up, which I can't remember offhand right now. Like Sean Evans is done, or. To, Sean? Chris. Chris Evans. What the hell was I thinking? You're thinking of Sean Evans from Hot Ones. That's why. <laughs> so yeah, I think Chris Evans is probably... Captain America is going to probably bite it. Yeah, I think he's dead. <laughs> um, I don't know about Tony. I think Tony's probably gone too. He might die. He might. 
mean, it would help Disney out because they're paying, they're paying, paying him a lot, a lot of him. money. They're paying a lot of money for yeah. Robert Downey. And I think from a character aspect, I think they've done all the major character arcs you can do with Iron Man. Yeah, kind of. It would just be more or less him as a mentor role if he were to come back. Exactly. So maybe his character may not die, but he'll he'll finally listen to Pepper. Like, this will probably be a wake-up call for, like, the last final wake-up call he needs. Like, I'm dropping this. I'm letting you got. I'm letting the new heroes do deal with this shit. Spider-Man's on you. Yeah, exactly. He'll just pass off his mantle. Yeah. Uh, I think Thor will stay. Thor's probably gonna... Yeah, I, I think Thor will probably stay. I'd say... Uh, maybe Hulk. I don't know, actually. Again, this is MCU. This is a different universe. They could probably kill Hulk off. And then we get Red Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> He's angrier. <laughs> Again, deducing because of future movies coming out, Spider-Man's probably not going to die. He's going to come back. Oh, yeah. He's super coming back. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther's probably coming back. Yeah. There, there's there's a lot of people I definitely see coming back. Gamora might not come back. She might not. Because if you, if you follow the comics, she might just stay in the side of the Soul Stone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to judge. Because yeah. they, they already axed off a lot of characters in Infinity War. Yeah. But I think a lot of them, a lot of them probably come back per, on a permanent basis. Exactly. So, it's, it's kind of up in the air. Gotta, gotta, wait, gotta wait and see. It's what, April 24th that it comes out? 25th? 26th. 26th. I know because it's three days before my birthday. Yeah. Who's buying my ticket? <laughs> no one. Someone's going to. Are tickets even out yet? I don't think so. No, not yet. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to find out what day of the week because I'm probably going to be setting up a birthday party. Probably the Saturday and then probably see if people just want to go watch it on Friday or if the other way around. So i got to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. i got to figure out my own stuff too. Yeah. All right. That more or less does it. So let's call it here. Yeah. Hour and 30. It's pretty good. Alright, man. Let's get out. Shit.